and we're back coming from parts unknown once again these are your hosts rocket and rick uh today because this week is wrestle kingdom we'll be doing the whole and new year's dash we'll be doing the wrestle kingdom predictions and stuff you'll probably i mean if you listen to this it'll be of the day that the thing comes out maybe you'll listen to it afterwards and then we'll talk about our everything that happened of the two shows next week because that's all it's going to be um though we'll start off with the biggest news that was on new year's eve was all elite wrestling actually got announced i mean it was like leaked announced the last time when we talked about it, it. wasn't it was on new year's day i thought it was eve Mm-mm. they did it at wasn't oh, it at midnight yeah it was midnight yeah, yeah it was midnight because yeah. i saw when i got home from uh, they had the, the, the being the elite episode, episode. Yeah. yeah i like that they kind of psyched everybody out by like hey our phones did nothing I'll walk away yeah i'll come back um so yes it's officially announced uh, Cody's part of it. Nick and Matt today, as of today, we we're what Wednesday. They signed. Uh, they weren't signed officially at that point in time. Cody is the vice president, the executive vice president. Uh, it is backed by the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, I think he owns it. According now. to this, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars corner uh, Tony Khan is president of all elite wrestling. Yeah, yeah he, he owns it, right? Yeah, he's backing it. Yeah, and Cody's the executive vice president. Um, so that's like real billionaire money. Uh, according to everything they said that there were TV stations that were watching, uh, all in and they were very interested in it. So there can be, we're not going to say there's going to be a fucking TV show right now. They would have to film it. Who knows if this can be filmed or live, what the fuck ever, but it is there. Uh, there are TV people that want it. Uh, and assuming right now, so Nick, Matt, Cody sign, Brandy, obviously she'll be there. Um, hangman was in the picture too with them today that Nick and Matt just put out. Uh, we'll probably other people that you can assume that would be already signed are probably going with them. So I bet you Joey Ryan would probably be going there too. Uh, SEU already left Ring of Honor. They'll probably be signed with them too. Yeah, they're a part of that whole big goodbye thing. Yeah, I have no. I mean, so the big thing is, especially like with Melter and other people are saying, this is a big thing for wrestling because now this is a legit threat not threat but like a competitor like wcw monday night war days like this is a legit thing ring of honor was always a big wrestling thing but it wasn't like you know people left there and went to wwe or whatever you know this is now can be a massive huge thing especially cody even said it's like there hasn't been a time in wrestling where tons of the 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 uh, what is it the top indie talent like actual like really um like sought after talent did not go the road you know, they went to the road less traveled, not the one that everyone assumed you'd go to, which would be to WWE, because you leave. And so now they're doing this. So a lot of people, the first one was Bandito. Bandito's a big Mexican wrestler. Uh, he was all, all in. He's all in. He's incredible. I saw him on some PWG shit and some other stuff. Uh, Ring of Honor got him, though. And I know WWE wanted him and all in probably all Elite wanted him. But Ring of Honor did it. And they dropped a lot of money. So now we're going to have people getting probably big money contracts to stick around. The real question is, I wonder who are the people I think. I think someone said it and Cody retweeted like who are the wrestlers going to leave WWE for this? Like people can leave now because this is a big thing. Like this can be massive because it's not like some random, you know, fucking whatever company like an MLW. MLW is cool, but like this is real money. Ring of Honor is also trying to step up their game too with like signing like people like Bandito yeah. and they're probably going to give people big money to not disappear because Ring of Honor. Is, but I will yeah. say it is still unproven to a certain degree. Like it's right now it's like this hype train. It's just like barreling down like professional wrestling basically yeah like once and i mean they've already put on one solid show and they announced the new one right and then yeah double or nothing was effectively seemingly all in two uh but you know that you, you still have to kind of prove yourself i think well like, I'm, I'm excited for it don't get me wrong 
but I I think for somebody to be like, hey, I'm leaving WWE for this is a little foolhardy currently. You know? Like even if you're like a you know, Zack Ryder, he's like a WWE kind of through and through kind of guy. I don't see him all of a sudden just being like, Peace, bitches, I'm going over here. I mean, okay. Um, or Kurt Hawkins. They could last a year. It could be something. You know, it's just something that's a big change. I think uh, in the 90s, UWF, I left New Japan. The guy, one of the guys, yeah. and they formed UWF. That shit only lasts for a year, but it was a big thing. It changed a lot. Another group left AAA. I forgot the name of it. It was something. Well, CMLL. Or sorry, AAA left CMLL. Well, they're their own creature, but I think no, no, something no. branched off from AAA also. And oh, lasted, maybe. Lasted for a year or something like that. I mean, it could burn out in a year. It could. But it's also a big thing. You know, it's wrestlers yeah, well, I, making their own thing. I truly hope it doesn't. But, I there, mean, you know. you. But, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it could be saying, like, what's going to happen. But who knows what's going to happen. Zack Ryder could. I mean, I was thinking about that because Zack Ryder just put a, there was a picture of him in New Year's Eve with him, Chelsea Green, which she's now signed to NXT. Yeah. Uh, fucking Skrull was with them. And Adam Cole and his. Uh, well, yeah, but. Skrull and Leon Enterprise. Also. I know. Yeah, yeah, Skrull yeah. was with them, too. Zack Ryder could leave. I mean, uh, there Hill was. Enterprise stays at Ring of Honor. There was that um, that tweet um, I think Nick or Matt put out and also Dasher Dawson that said, like, uh, save this tweet. We're going to wrestle. Uh, it's like he's like, I'm going to wrestle that we're going to wrestle the Young Bucks in 20 like at some point in time in our career. And then Nick or Matt said, save this tweet. We're going to wrestle uh, them at some point in our career. So who knows? Maybe they'll disappear. You never know, because next year, this year could be fucking crazy. The real question is, though, um. And it's a lot of people are talking about it, and I've thought about it too, is that it's it's gonna change up a lot because all these guys are leaving all lead, okay? So Nick Nick uh, the Young Bucks, Cody, Hangman, uh, let's say uh, Jerry Ryan, assuming probably he's big in their storylines, you know, they can get him. Uh let's say the the main guys from the Bullet Club, the Elite. Probably flip. Yeah, possibly flip, you know. Uh those guys come. They won't have. Who knows what's going to be with their working um, relationship? Relationship indies. Yeah, because New Japan and Ring of Honor have one. That's how they work together. Right. Obviously, you wouldn't have New Japan working with All Elite and Ring of Honor. You know, I because mean, you could. But those are two different. Ring of Honor and New Japan and All Elite are now two separate entities. No, I know. This. So to uh, New Japan is probably would you know be the route that they would keep with Ring of Honor because they have a big time working relationship for many years. You know, yeah, but I mean, New Japan works with a lot of companies. It does. But we're talking about America statewide. They only have their one company. You wouldn't have two. And that's the thing. Like, you can't have like well, it, I mean, it also depends because they technically like in the U.S. They have Ring of Honor, but they also have CMLL. Yeah, but that's that's I mean, still technically in America. That's market. why they don't do the whole like AAA America. Uh, like there was a big thing with I forgot who was part of. Like they can't have people AAA, whatever. You can't do that. But like, so Kenny say Kenny stays with New Japan. Let's mm-hmm. say he does. You like. Well, well, I mean, would he work with his buddies at All In? Because Ring of Honor, like, there's a lot of weird, you know, who is stays with who and who's able to work with who. Because Ring of Honor obviously now doesn't want to be number three, you know, because now we're having another. But it's also presupposing that, well, you have, a, I mean, well, look Ring at it this way. You have like Ted Turner money backing a, a federation that can get right, pushed right. to a certain degree. Right. You'll have money to sign people like you're going to have this. So Ring of Honor is a huge. Uh, what's that fucking company that does Ring of Honor? It's a cable company. Uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. They have money, too. Yeah. And obviously they're trying to make it now a thing. Now they're trying to make. Well, I mean, they have been since Sinclair took over. Yes. Ring but, of Honor's production value has gone up. Like, but now they're like them signing Bandito with WB and these other guys. They must have thrown up better money to get this dude. 
and they're probably going to start and WWE's probably going to start throwing out money to get people. Like it's going to be a big like we're going to have to sign wrestlers I mean, who's going to go where and that's the thing go. though, right? Like all elite, which is great for wrestlers, you know. Hey, all elite on paper sounds great, mm-hmm. and again, super hopeful for it. Yeah, but you're they're coming out of pocket, or I mean, not they the the elite guys. But uh, this Tony Khan dude is coming out of pocket a good amount. I mean, granted, his pockets run quite deep. He's a billionaire, but well, his a family, fo- his family is well, yeah. But I mean, say he <laughs> they own a fucking football team. It's like money is probably at this point whatever, dude. No, no, but I'm saying like, and he's loved still, wrestling forever. You so. still got to come out of pocket a lot, of, uh, a lot. And yeah. at the end of the day, though, regardless of how much money you have, quote unquote, to burn, mm-hmm. right? Like it all comes down to a PL report at some point by the end of the year. Yeah, and you got to make it make sense. So hopefully it does, and it would be nice because it introduces that competition that like Ring of Honor and uh, Impact don't currently really offer. Exactly. To WWE. So and I think who this knows? is a bigger credible threat than Ring of Honor could be with the people. You know, but in theory, the smartest thing would be to find a way to have All Elite work with Impact and Ring of Honor because they don't they don't work together. I know, but that would be the optimal thing, I think, because then they all effectively kind of elevate together as opposed to constantly competing. And then, you know, that number two step is a real steep drop from WWE. Well, that's the thing. Like a huge drop. Even all elite, like it might have like all the marquee fans, but you're not going to have. Well, you're not even coming close to WWE numbers. It is what you. Yeah. You're not coming close to WCW numbers. No, because that was that was at a time when people would watch both of those. Uh, it's what you said with the mark, the marquee fans and stuff like that. Yeah, WWE is pushing a lot of hardcore fans off. Like very a lot in droves. They've been saying that the people that stick around are like us that I watch it, or you know people that still watch WWE or the really hardcore fans of WWE. Hardcore wrestling fans, a lot are of them sure? are disappearing. Um, so to have all elite could be that thing where people would go to you know like what do what else would i watch outside of WWE? like barring nxt or whatever you well, know that's I, part of WWE. So. Ex- exactly um i mean i've watched i hear impacts very good but no one watches it and now they're getting moved to that fucking dumbass other channel that apparently that channel's in 40 million homes bro. it is but i mean it's still like it's also what on friday nights at like uh 10 o'clock 10 o'clock and the smart money isn't when i heard it it's because smackdown's gonna move to friday so it's like hey you're already watching wrestling why not watch more well it's also that channel is owned by yes uh, but it's kind of like their weird ass what is it called pursuit. destination pursuit pursuit yeah it's another fucking weird one but it's like no one watched that even though oh, it's, it's owned by anthem that's what it's no one watches it even though it's supposed to be very good you know yeah. now it's very good and i still i don't even watch it and i should i've been meaning to i've been meaning to check some stuff out but i don't I've already chronicled my problems with watching consistent amount of wrestling. Um, and Ring of Honor, I know it's cool, but I don't have Sinclair anymore or wherever it's being shown. Um, so it's like, it's nice to the option to have a new federation that could pop up on regular TV, you know, with people that already fucking push merchandise, you know, you know, and to have, if you look at All In and how the show was, and if it's going to be that kind of quality, I think it's going to be very good. I mean, I hope it's very good. It's great for wrestlers. It's great for people to get people. The thing is now, though, the independent scene is going to be dry, like shit, like for PWG, all these rando, tiny, like evolve, all those guys, like a lot of these people are going to disappear. Well, I mean, I I think PWG at the end of the day doesn't really matter because PWG doesn't have broadcast. It doesn't. But like all the top talent is going to get scooped away from because all, all elite could still work with PWG. Like, or guys that are signed, quote unquote, to all to all elite can still show up at PWG without a problem because what they're going to show up on a DVD or Blu-ray. Well, they like, could big fucking deal. But there's also people from Ring. Of, I don't know. There's weird stuff because who knows how these companies don't want their wrestlers to look 
compared to other, because I said that's the I would assume that's why you don't have well besides like I'm say company A I don't want my wrestler to lose to company B because it'd make my wrestler company A look bad you know there's a lot of weird you understand what I'm talking about though I mean yeah but I think I think that is that's the day and age no I think that's an antiquated way of looking at it but that's I assume that's what they're doing that's why you don't have like impact and ring of honor wrestlers on New Japan because you don't want your guys losing to their guys well, I mean, Ring of Honor has guys on New Japan, and Ring of Honor has guys on Impact. But the thing is, um, <laughs> they did it within this past year. They did Ring of Honor versus Impact. Oh, they had the yeah, they had the show, but they don't have like guys regularly wrestling each other. No, but I mean, you know, I think it's because part of it is the spectacle. You know, like get people to tune in for this kind of one-off thing or this once-a-year thing, as opposed to making it a regular thing. Yeah. It's it's the same. It kind of echoes the territory system where like the champion will only come around once every every however many months or once a year to that territory, you know, and then for the rest of the time, you know, you, you had the territory guys or, you know, you'd have one big star cycle through every month or every couple of months. And then eventually you get like the even bigger star. So I think it, it's just it could be a matter of that. I'm not entirely sure. We'll see because I don't know. Like, the more I think about it, this could be great. This could also create more troubles for everybody else. No, I, I think... Like, I, will All Elite cannibalize the rest of the companies? So do they all take a fall because it's the new hot thing? Or do people just, like, stay secure and nobody's able to grow at, like, any sort of exponential rate to try to, like, meet the WWE juggernaut slash, you know, New Japan coming in realistically as number two in the world? You know, there's there's a lot of like things that could happen. New Japan is realistically number two in the world, but they're not number two, in, say two in, in, in number in America. I think I'll lead them showing up and doing all this stuff gives uh, indie wrestlers a better time now because now they can have more choices. Then I mean, you go to Ring of Honor, but a lot of people from Ring of Honor do leave and go to WWE. This could be a place where you go and you don't leave. I don't know. There's a lot of weird things about it, and it's like how Cody said. You know, it's it's good that now you can give all these other people. The choice of not going to the choice that everyone goes to WWE, you know, and by doing so, if they do become strong, maybe it'll fucking light a fire under WWE's ass to get a better product. I'm oh, probably not because Ring of Honor ain't a threat to them. Impact Nobody's is, not, is not a threat exactly. But when you can have a threat that maybe they would cause your wrestlers to think twice, the, who knows? I mean, that's you could look at it like that. That's how, that's how a lot of people can. I mean, you have okay, let's say Young Bucks, Cody, who left WWE and made a name for himself. You know, now he's become one of the biggest stars around. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I was like Cody's friend, I was still WWE, and you talk to me, be like, you know, maybe I'm I'm better worth than I am. Say, okay, I love right, Dash but, and Dawson. You but, know, but we have they're to, great. What if they leave and become something better? But in all elite, think about it though. The one of the key differences currently mm-hmm. is that fans that even had a little bit of like understanding right they knew that cody was worth more than he was being played up as in wwe and that was like his thing right before he left like people were hoping for something more i think a lot of people have kind of given up on the revival well yeah Com- comparatively speaking yes because right? they've so been then pushed that cody yeah. leaves and it's just like oh shit this dude left and then he puts out the list Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's slowly ticking things off the list because that first year was kind of like not too many waves. It was just like, we'll see what he does. He shows up at like Walt Culture Pro Wrestling. He shows up at, was he at Bolo? Yes. He shows up at like, you know, these little things. And then by the, the second year around, that's when he starts like showing up at New Japan, Ring of Honor, becomes part of the Bullet Club. And now it's like 
spiraled out of control. You know, it they could end up like Ryback. <laughs> and like nobody wants that. Well, he didn't even do anything, right? Guy. I don't think big guy demon wrestled. He I was also he, I think he did. He was also asking supposedly a lot of money well, to serve. He was a WWE guy. Yeah. You know, I just think I think the Cody thing might be a real special case. I mean, well, that if, not everybody falls into. If the revival left, they're a special case. Are they? I mean, they're right. excellent wrestlers, dude. You know, no, this. no, they're yeah. excellent wrestlers. But how many people care that much about the revival? Because people cared about Cody when he was Stardust and he was getting nothing. Well, because he was making the most out of that Stardust character. I, I care. Like, let's say if they had a takeover and the revival Again, showed up on it. That's you. Well, I'm no, I'm saying if he they showed up on takeover, mm-hmm. the, the the audience would go crazy because you know that it's it's the revival in their takeover. Yeah, and they're yeah. able to do what they're made to do. Uh-huh. Put on a great show. OK, so, yes, a lot of people do care about them. Regular raw people don't because they're put in this situation that doesn't give a shit. I think regular raw people that were like somewhere in between us and the standard WWE fan. Mm-hmm. I think people in between were rooting for Cody as Stardust. Right, because he was he was making chicken salad, chicken shit. Yeah, to, to borrow a phrase from uh, Stone Cold and other people. Uh, so then when he leaves, it's just like, oh, you know, your ears perk up a little bit. You're like, I wonder what this guy's gonna do. And then like he turned that into like a really successful thing. I don't necessarily know that that many people's ears will be perked by someone like the revival leaving. Possibly because they've been played as a joke a lot, and that's not their fault. Yeah. Uh, but then B. In some of those matches that they have, they haven't put on, like, this amazing showing. And not that Cody was the, the most amazing worker, but, like, you could tell that he was trying his ass off. Even in that whole Stephen Amell thing that was just like, mm, you know, kind of missed its mark by a lot. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Uh, he was still trying to make something out of it. And that's what I think really showed. You know, and then when he first showed up in the Indies, he got booed to shit. Like, people were, like, sort of there for him but sort of not you know like i think he had a real uphill battle and it wasn't until ring of honor slash new japan that i think cody became like he stepped it up to that next level and it was a lot of character work because you will freely admit that he is not like the greatest performer in the ring no like he's still very much a wwe type wrestler versus an indie type wrestler so i don't know man because a lot of a lot of the criticism back during the fucked up revival days of the elite was that they're great in a taped match that shows up on NXT at some point, or like when they've had they're great weeks and weeks show, and dude. weeks to to ready a match to go to a takeover. Mm-hmm. But like, how great are they compared to someone like the Young Bucks? And and that was the comparison, right? At that time, the Young Bucks can perform in four different indies in one week and put on amazing matches regardless of anything. Mm-hmm. Can the revival do the same thing? I don't think anybody really knows. I think, you know, based on takeovers, yeah, they put on great matches, but how much of that was able to be like they grinded out these matches for weeks on like, you know, NXT live shows to get to that takeover match. That's all I'm saying. I, I hope that if they do leave, that like there is a big push for them and then, you know, they're able to make a name for themselves. But, you know, you got to wonder because it could be one thing could be a very different thing. I don't know. They wouldn't be at the top of my list to be like, I'm leaving and I'm going to do this. If they left, I'd be like, oh, we'll see. I don't know if I'd be super hyped for it. You know what I mean? 
Like if uh, like if Buddy Murphy all of a sudden was just like, peace, I'm out. And then I'd be like, ooh, I got to see where that what like what's going to happen with this. Or if all of a sudden like Neville's, it's like, hey, I'm signing with AEW. Mm-hmm. Then I'm much more interested. He's not going to, but it'd be interesting. That's all I'm saying. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> I see. Deflated Rick. Um... So yeah, okay. So uh, what's it called? Resa Kingdom. Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. Run me up the card, All right. First match on the official card, you got Kota Bushi versus Will Osprey for the Never Open Win Championship. Starting off with a huge bang. Yeah. Starting off hot. Everybody else is gonna have a really hard time. Yes. I think following this match. Yeah. Um, so I know everyone's seen that stupid gif of them doing the Frankensteiner and then he flips and he stares him down. You, you, I heard about it. I haven't seen it. Why? You've not? That was like last week. Have you not? Even like regular fucking Twitter people posted them. They made memes of it and everything. I've been on Twitter. So holidays, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm fairly disconnected from Twitter. It's not like it's not like it's holidays like one day. I mean, you probably looked at Twitter once. I saw you retweeting shit from the man and stuff like that. Yeah, that's on my main Twitter. Yeah, well, I mean, I know... I you don't f- follow Will Ospreay or anybody on my main Ospreay, Twitter. I don't follow but, you know, people post these fucking memes. It's funny memes. Anyway, wow, I can't believe it. You're the worst. I've seen it. I heard about it. Uh, anyway. Flippy, and then he turns, and he gives him, like, a smirk. Yeah, I heard about it. It looks cool as shit, because the, the camera angle's very good. Um, yeah, the match is going to be fucking awesome. Uh, and the match said afterwards is has to follow that, which is hysterical. Uh, hopefully these guys don't kill themselves. Um, and that is crazy. It's the first match. It's for the fucking never title. Um, I thought that I figured that would have been like one of the last ones, but, uh, nah, come on, man. Yeah. Cause you have the titles, always the titles are the last matches. I mean, every match here is a title match except for, uh, Okada and Jay White. Is there every match? single match is a title match? Really? I thought there was at least like one rando tag match. Mm mm. So you have this match. Then you have the next match, which is the three-way tag match for the junior heavy... Or sorry, yeah, the junior heavy tag titles. Yes. Right? So you have Kanemaru and Desperado versus mm-hmm. Rapungi 3K versus Bushi and Takagi. Yeah. Right? That's a match. Then you have Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the British Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's right, the Red Pro thing. Then you have the three-way heavyweight uh, tag match. So you have Gorilla's Destiny, Sonata and Evil versus the Bucks. You have Cody versus Juice for the U.S. title. Then Kushida versus Ishimori for the junior title. Then that non-title, Okada and Jay White. Jericho and Naito for the IC title. And then uh, Kenny and Tanahashi for the heavyweight title. All title matches except one. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the Never is pretty low on that priority list. And there is no... Well, the Never six-man tag is... uh, is in the is like a dark match or a pre-official show match, yeah. Kickoff match, if you will. All right, so the next match then is that tag one, yep. which we said Kanemaru and Desperado showing yo oh Punky three K, and man, I fucking hate this Lij. Yeah, yeah, nothing. It did like it doesn't catch up anymore. Oh, I see. It's going, but it doesn't catch up. Mm. Uh, Is the counter still going? Yeah, yeah, it's still okay. going. It does this a lot. You have to fuck. All right, that's fine. Go. Okay. So I, I, don't, I have no context for this. I don't know who's going to win. 
I know that Suzuki Goon are the champions. That's all I got. Yeah, they're they're all good. I mean, Rapunky 3K is very good. Uh, kind of, uh, Desperado is very underrated. I think. I think he's a very good wrestler. Uh, Kanemaru is very good. He's just like he's just Kanemaru. He's not really like got anything yeah, going for him. Of Jack, bro. But he's good. Yeah. I mean, he was the light heavyweight champion for Noah for a fucking long time. He's a very good wrestler. Uh, and then who was the other team? Bushi was, and Takagi. Yeah, Bushi and Takagi. Yeah, Takagi, uh, you haven't been watching that much, but he's good too with Bushi. Like, they're really good. It's, it's going to be a good match, but they got to follow fucking Ibushi and Will Ospreay. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're kind of in a no-win spot, because then the next match is Ishii and, and Zack Sabre. Yeah, and, and their their matches, I think they've done it like four times this year. Well, 2018. And yeah, they did one it here, right, in the G1 US yeah, special last year. They did one in, uh, I think, ago. Rev Pro or something. They did one there. They're fucking awesome matches. Yeah, yeah they are awesome matches. Awesome you think matches. it's a super like mismatch, but like they they make it work really well. Anytime they do their tag match, fucking awesome too. Like they're always in those tag matches and stuff. Uh, then the heavies, I don't know. I, Sonata and Evil probably will win that. Sonata and Evil are great on their thing. Um, they are. I, I think they're awesome. I don't know. I think God could lose that match, and I don't think the Bucks are winning anything. So, no. Uh, at this point in time, probably not. After AEW, an awesome swerve, <laughs> AEW, no. Uh, then Cody and Juice, probably Juice. I think Juice. Put him I think, over as a big baby face. I think this is his moment to have it. Juice is super duper duper duper, duper improved. He's fucking fire he's like in Japan. Uh, he's very good. He's so improved from what he used to be, uh, wrestling wise. He's great promo. I mean, Cody's awesome too. But I think I always knew he was gonna be good. <laughs> I mean, he's the dude that held up signs and got his fucking hey, whatever. Bash Kevin's nose. In. Gu- guess what? Guess who was on on the CJ Parker train from the beginning? <laughs> no, you weren't. You were just yeah, like, I was. You can listen dumb. back, man. It's on tape. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got no but the archives up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. So anyway, yeah, he's very, 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 very improved. Uh, people love him, so I think this is his moment to get coronated as there as the uh, what is it the fucking U.S. champion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, give it to him. Yeah, then you have uh, Kushida versus the Bone Soldier Ishimori. Uh, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, now here's the crazy thing is is it's very up in the air because Kushida is one of also those people that is up in the air too with the, their contract. Uh, WWE has been I've talked about it before is like yeah. hardcore looking at him, and if he loses, he can't show up like time splitters though. Man. Uh, I mean, he could still come like how he is. He's just going to be Kushida. No, I know, but... He doesn't have that, anything... All those colors, bro? I mean, it's not anything that says, like, Back to the Future on his thing. Doesn't, but I mean, those colors could be trademarked, bro, Mattel. Oh, what, a silver fucking weird-ass color? No, no, the stripes and the multicolored stripes, man. No, isn't his pants just silver and white with a yellow stripe on it? I don't remember anymore. He's changed The only bit. thing that he has that is Back to the future is the fucking jacket and the glasses. No, no, he's had, he's he's had, like, the pink... Or the white with, like, the band that is, like, the underside of the hoverboard. Yeah, the, yeah. But he has nothing that's, like, unless you hoverboard lock and the fucking, I was going to say, Back to the Future. What is his fucking small, I think it's just small package driver. I think that's what it's like. But it's the hoverboard lock. I doubt they're going to change the name to hoverboard lock. That would suck. Like, just call it Kimura. We already have a Kimura. Brock doesn't. Yeah, a Kimura is a legitimate hold. It is, but you already have, like. It's a double wrist lock. Fine, that's what you want to call it. They're all the same thing. They are, but they call Brock's the Kimura. And the coquina clutches, you know. Well, clutch. that's just a that's just a sleeper hold. <laughs> it's the different sleeper hold. Yeah, but it's a sleeper hold nonetheless. Um, no, but he is being heavy duty looked into. I wouldn't even know where he would go in WWE. I mean, obviously, did fucking NXT. NXT, but I mean, like from there, I man, they put him in X, if they put him two five, that's like a huge, the fucking hugest name that they have on that show. And you just fucking like Edge and Christian, just rocket strappers, just fucking rocking and just make him your dude. 
Um, so you think he doesn't win? If he doesn't, man, I don't know. I mean, who the fuck knows, dude? Has he been like junior heavyweight champion the most out of anybody? Uh, yeah, I think Liger is the other one. Oh, that's true. I think, but yeah, because she just always won, man. That's it. Yeah, no, he's been champion for as long as I've been watching New Japan. Really, he loses it, but gets it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. If he loses, then that's a could be a sign that he's going to leave. And if and then New Year's Dash and they set it up, yeah, because. All contracts are always a year, and it's been like a big thing. Like they've mm-hmm. been, he's been in talks. He's WWE's really hardcore talking to him. All right, yeah, that's a big thing. And I love Kushida. And hey, you know, if I get to see him in NXT wrestling, like not light heavyweight people, like you know, he could wrestle Ricochet again. That'd be fucking awesome. Ricochet was a light heavyweight. Yeah, Ricochet was a light heavyweight. Dude. I know he was. That's what I'm saying. You're like, if you could wrestle not light heavyweight people, oh, it, like well, you're gonna be like, you know, heavy machinery. Oh uh, no, War Raiders. We'd have him what wrestle Ricochet, Adam Cole, probably Roddy. Yeah, you know, all the way. Maybe Pete Dunn. Um, yeah, man, it'd be awesome. Adam Cole. I did say Adam Cole. Did you? Maybe Alistair Black if he's still there. But yeah, um, I mean, an ACH is showing up. All those guys, those big flippy guys. So you know, she is fucking one of the best wrestlers. So yeah, he's if he shows up, he'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, I'm not saying the only reason I'm saying if he shows up, you know, I'd love him to stay in New Japan. But if he shows up, I mean, like that means I can watch him every week, I guess, you know, and he can wrestle people that he hasn't wrestled before. So it's kind of that, like, let me look at these other things. So uh, next match and the Jay White Okada uh, wins this. I think Okada wins this. I think he I mean, OK, Okada's lost every time he's going against Jay White. Exactly. And it's a story. But I really think Jay White should still beat him. Why? I think Jay White... To solidify Jay White even more? I think he can lose and still be solidified. (sighs) I don't know, man. You think Jay White, on a power ranking scale, regardless of the story they're building, should beat Okada, who is Okada? Well, because they're making him, like... Not making him a new Okada, but they are. Like, they're doing the kind of the same thing where they're building up a new star because they're... No, I know, I know. But I mean... losing their stars. they, They could still... He could still lose and come out on top. Like, you know, from a, a fan perspective or from a, like, believability perspective. Yeah. You know, I just, I, like, he's gotten the best of Okada all this time. And, I mean, if Okada can go that whole year of beating every single person when they've told the story that he's just getting the shit kicked out of him constantly and still come out on top, like, why would he lose to Jay White? It just makes Jay White like this monster. I also don't like that he's leader of the Bullet Club. Just change the name of the group. Like no, because they're key because they own those bullet cards. Two, <laughs> and they own those bullet cards, right? They're the OG, OG BC, BC OG, Battle Club OG, dog. That is Battle Club OG, which just means BC OG, Bullet Club OG. Because look who's in the BC OG, Balor. <laughs> um, no, I, I, okay. Well, first of all, a Okada's gonna fucking bring it. He never not brings no, it at those. Fucking, it's gonna be amazing. He has to. Uh, Jay White's probably going to because this is gonna be his first time in these big on uh, Wrestle Kingdom to do like a big massive show against Okada, the guy who never. Well, I mean, he was there last year against Tanahashi, uh, which was a very good match. And was it the Tanahashi one? Yeah, 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 I like that one a lot. Oh, again, listening to uh, a couple of other podcasts, like apparently fans' criticism was he wasn't ready for that match. That I think it's kind of lackluster. I, I think, think he's ready now. I mean, his match with Okada, that one when he fucking destroyed him, which I think was awesome, where he beat him and everyone was like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. I think I think Jay White should win. Because the thing is, even if Okada beats him, what's Okada going to do? He can. Jay White can just challenge again. He's a heel. Just heel tactics. 
Uh, that's like, why I, I feel refuse. like that's why I feel <laughs> I, I refuse to accept this loss. Mark that loss. You one. know, like there was a hair in my eye. Uh, you know, <laughs> no like, one does. My my crotch was chafing. Whatever it was. Need some talcum. This is bullshit. I I don't know. I feel that Jay should win because then he really just destroys Arcada, and that could put him on the level. Like now I can go. I mean, he's kind of on that level currently. Like on that trajectory. He's on that trajectory. You know, I think beating him just like puts him there, and it's just like okay, so who's he gonna wrestle? Tanahashi? Uh, King, uh, I was going to say Eddie, uh, fucking Kenny. Naito? Kenny. If Kenny sticks around? If he does, yeah. But that's it. Like, he doesn't have to go that far, you know, like, he's already at the top. Like, Jericho pointed this out in his podcast that I was listening to today. The main six guys from this Wrestle Kingdom are the same six guys from last year's Wrestle Kingdom. Well, they always are. Including Jay White. Yeah. Right? It's just they mixed up all of the order. Yes. But Jay White falls real like there's a big drop off from pick any of the other five to Jay White. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's why I so, think that Jay White should win to really solidify. If he put if they put on a hell of a match and he wins, I don't know, man. That's like beating Hogan at WrestleMania. It's like one of those things. That's like, it's also like it took Kenny so long to beat Okada, and for Jay White to just beat him. Well, because it's because because Jay White beat him one after Kenny. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking Okada got all that damage done. The That's man. why Omega could beat him, and now anyone could beat him because now the story. Yeah, but is- then what's the then? Where's the use in having like Okada be that stalwart guy? Because you want Okada to effectively become like Tanahashi. Yes, like still credible, still all this. Like nobody would have, nobody really expected Tanahashi to win the G one, and yet he did. Yeah, right. And it still feels incredibly credible and accurate and everything. I think if you if you beat Okada now, like he now falls short of that a little bit because now he's gotten beaten like too much by too many people. Well, I think the only people that beat him since he's lost was Kenny, Jay White. I mean, who uh, else is he? Tanahashi. Wrestled? Uh, yeah, who else is he wrestled? I think is it. No, no other big names. Yeah, it's just those guys. I forgot to call. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he could win. It'll be interesting. He could win. All right. Uh, next one is uh, Jericho Naito. This is Naito. Naito's gonna win. Yeah, Jericho's gone. Jericho's gonna be that announcer I mean, who knows? for fucking uh, AEW. Who knows? He put it that picture. He was at the Jacksonville Arena. <laughs> it was for someone. But January eighth is uh, that press conference, by the way, that they're gonna talk about double or nothing. Oh, in Jacksonville, they'll probably announce people uh, who's really gonna be with them. Uh, but no, I, Jericho's probably gonna lose. Jericho really didn't do anything with the belt. It was just to hold it. Hmm. And I think Naito's gonna get it back, and then they'll do whatever. And Jericho will probably go away. I mean, well, Jericho's just like, I'm gonna end your career. I, I mean, it, I feel that match is gonna be another brawl. Yeah, yeah because sure. it's gonna be bookended by two like really technical matches. Yeah. And Jericho likes to be very different, yeah. so I think it's gonna be very. Well, it, also every every match he's had with Naito has been him just kicking the shit out of him for the majority of that match. Yes. I think it's gonna be a very good match. I mean, that yeah, I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think Jericho's gonna make him look amazing. I mean, Naito's already awesome, but he's gonna make him look that much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one, Kenny versus Tanahashi. This match is gonna be twenty million stars. This is it, like, I don't know, dude. Uh, that Kenny Omega Okada match when I told you when we watched it last year, I said it was probably the greatest match I've ever seen, like in my life. Mm-hmm. And. I this could be up there. This could be probably better than that one. Tanahashi's incredible. Okada's incredible. I think Tanahashi's like, I mean, Tanahashi's on like another level. The story that's been built around, you know, the story of Tanahashi's like, you know, I brought this company from nothing, and you know, and your style of wrestling, what you want to do with this company is not what should be done, Kenny. You know, these things like that. And he was the guy that was his fucking body's destroyed, like legit. His leg was fucking broke. He had that fucking yeah, torn, 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 torn uh, bicep. bicep. All this shit. And he still wrestled, dude. 
And then no one thought he'd win, like you said. And then he wins G1. And it's like, now he's got to prove that he's fucking worth a damn. You know, he's still something. And I, it could go any way. You know, if you really want, you can have Tanahashi beat Kenny. And then if Kenny does stick around, I know they're doing the Madison Square Garden show. You can have t- uh, Kenny win it there in America, the big thing. But I don't know if New Japan wants to do that. But if Tanahashi wins and Kenny leaves, it, who knows? If I, I doubt Kenny would go is going to all elite. I doubt that's happening. That's probably not. Well, not right now. And not right now. Uh, WWE would the only other people to drop him money. Who the fuck knows? Or he stays in New Japan. You know, he's he's the weird guy. I'm not even that concerned if, if I'm, to be honest with you. A part of me, I mean, I really hope he wins. I hope so, too. But, but I, I mean, it's cool I, that I he I also didn't. understand Tanahashi winning. Yeah, I understand Tanahashi winning. Because it's that story. It's that, you know... I'm this guy yeah, that's done everything for this like company. I'm the ace one in a hundred years. Yeah, I'm, I've done everything for this company. My body's destroyed. I'm going to beat you. Japanese fucking fire spirit, man. And they're going to put on an incredible match. Yeah, for sure. I have no idea how long that thing's going to go. 45 it's, minutes. It's, <laughs> I bet you it's going to go 50 minutes. Not 60 minutes. 48 minutes. Let's go 50. 50. I'll hit 50. Rocky, you going to do 48? Yeah. Don't be a shithead. No, man. Yeah, they got to split the difference. 48. All right, fucking Price is right, you piece of shit. Hey, man. 48 minutes. Well, 47 minutes. One dollar. <laughs> Give or take. One dollar. One dollar Trebek. I mean, not fucking Trebek. What's his fucking name? That's AJ. Bark. Yeah. No, I'm Bob Bark. Bar- Bar- Pass AJ. Carry. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be incredible. I, I, I always, every wrestling we always do this, it's always like, they can't beat that match. And the next match. Oh my God. Holy shit. See, that's the thing. I don't have those expectations anymore. Because they're always going to be incredible. Yeah, but I'm then again, I mean, last them. year, that Tanahashi, what was it? Or was it two years ago? It was that Tanahashi. There was the one, it was Kushida and someone that was fucking incredible. And then the uh, next Hiromu? match, I yeah, I think so. That was the incredible one. And then after that was Tanahashi Okada, which was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's Jericho and, 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 and Kenny. That Kenny, was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was then it was year. the Tanahashi Okada. Well, that was 2017. Yeah, 2017. 2017, yeah. Wait, was it? Damn. Yeah, because Jericho's wrestled three times. What was the second one? Oh, but it wasn't Ruskin was evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the last Wrestle Kingdom was him versus Kenny. Was that last 2018? Year, it was last year. Yeah. And then that's it. It was the one that had the three matches in a row that just kept progressively getting better and better and better. All right, right. Wrestle Kingdom 12. It was, you know, it was that four way. Okada, Naito, Kenny, Jericho, uh, Tanashi, Jay White, Osprey versus Marty versus Hiromu Hiro versus Kushida. Which was awesome. Yeah. I think it was that. It was that, that one was one, great. Then Kenny Jericho and then Naito Okada. Naito Okada, yeah, and that was fucking awesome too. Like it progressively just got better and better yeah. and better. And I was like, they're not going to beat this match. They're not going to beat this match. And then it was like, oh my god, it beat this Wrestle match. Kingdom Eleven was Okada Kenny, which was crazy. Naito Tanahashi, which was also really good. This is the one I think. This is the one, about. yeah. Goto Shibata, which was also good. Yes. And Hiromu Kushida, which was also yes. Good. It progressively just kept getting better and better. And that was the one that when it was Tanahashi. Um, Naito, Naito and I was like that's it that's they're probably the best match of the whole night and yeah, then Kenny I was, like, I was like oh my god we've never seen a match like this even that was like fucking crazy as shit yeah um, so yeah uh, Wrestle Kingdom as always is gonna be fucking nuts uh, so please watch it if you can uh, I don't promote it but uh, I mean you can watch it on the it internet it feels like you're promoting you can watch it on the internet oh I see what you mean sneaky places I won't let you know but if you want uh, New Japan World is only 899 yen 9- 899 yen which is like Pretty no, it's 999 yen. It's pretty much like nine bucks, yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
Uh, so last tidbits that we didn't we talked about before recorded. Uh, WWE announced women's tag team titles. Yeah, Christmas. in 2019. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. See how that goes. Do you think there's going to be one set of titles for both shows or one set each show? That's a good question. I know that Becky and Charlotte, uh, Becky and Charlotte, uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha are probably going to be the first ones for Raw if they do separate belts. I really feel that like that's where that's been going forever. Or maybe they'll finally. <laughs> yeah. So after all that nonsense, this is going to be the first ever. Uh, and to answer your question from before we started, the uh, WWE title number one contender fatal five way match for a spot at the Royal Rumble against Daniel Bryan was won by Andrade. AJ Styles. Andrade wasn't in it. Oh, okay. Is AJ Styles? I figured yeah. it'd be AJ Styles. Andrade was in a match with uh, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. Yeah, the John Cena. Cena and oh, I'm sorry, not Maggie John Cena. Lynch. Uh, yeah, it was John Cena. Fucking the John Cena lookalike. It was JBL Cena. Yeah, John Cena lookalike. JBL. John Cena stunt John double. Bradshaw Cena. John Bradshaw Cena. It was John Cena playing his stunt double for John Cena. He hit, he hit that that five palm. Did he do that in the SmackDown? Yeah, he did. The Shote. Oh, my God. Show, that's not even the good Shote. <laughs> he didn't do the cheeseburger. Who was the the dude in the match that was the secret hidden select character in the five way? Uh, it was AJ, Mustafa, Randy, Ray, and Samojo. It was Samojo. He was the secret match. Yeah, because he had a he had a match against Jeff at, to start the show. He was the hidden man. And then that weird Sonya Deville Naomi that the announcers didn't know that they thought it was Mandy, but it was Sonya. Yeah, I heard about that. Nonsense. Mandy being super heel, showing that Jimmy Uso t shirt, sending his text bald. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and then the only other headline that I thought was really funny is uh, Conan gets shanked by Loki on latest episode of MLW. I saw that video. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so yeah. I, I saw Raw, but nothing of consequence seemed to happen. So, so uh, yeah, January 4th, Friday is it, but it's usually like fucking balls early for us, so just watch it on Friday. Um, pay for, pay for uh, New Japan New World, Japan dude. World man. Well, they just do nine bucks just, and just watch it because you'll see that, and then New Year's Dash, which is right after it, uh, the day after, and that's where pretty much every year it always sets up all the angles and storylines. Pretty much, season everyone. starts all over again. So they'll have their last match. So if Kenny is out, something will happen or whatever. It's not like they disappear and you won't see them. They'll have their one last thing. That's where like AJ got booted out of the Bullet Club and Nakamura got fucking destroyed. Also, too, where he got pinned, which was fucking crazy. Um, yeah. That's how they do. So, is there anything else important on Raw? I don't think there was. No, nothing crazy. No, no big news. Uh, we said Mean Gene died. Uh, yeah, right. Oh no, we didn't. Oh, Mean Gene That's passed away. Mean Gene. Yeah. Woo. That was the voice that I remember growing up. Yeah, same. Even though, according to some of his best work, even though it was great, was in the seventies and uh, yeah, yeah. Was he in seventies and eighties? That's where that's yeah. where his best stuff was. Even though he was the voice of WWF for me in WCW. WCW, yeah. And he was incredible. Uh, but now he'll be up there with his bro. Fucking uh, yeah, Heenan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the mouth of South when he dies. It'll be okay. <laughs> All right. So, on that note, we're going to end this uh, episode of the <laughs> From Parts Unknown podcast. I almost had a Rick level flub there. Good job. Uh, so, until next week, I've been Rocky. I'm Rick. Catch you later. Later. Peace.